Well, that was hideous. An awful performance once again from Iowa basketball. Two consecutive losses to end the year and another one and done for Fran McCaffrey in the Big Ten tournament today. On the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, as we break things. You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. down hey welcome in once again i'm trent Con. this is the lockdown hawkeyes podcast thanks for making lockdown hawkeyes your first and every single day we're available wherever you can we're get podcasts get to also find very hit and also find single day. That's the button time that I make sure you each and every time. Last times that we'll have to do this as we come down towards the end of the season. Very again. Iowa basketball teams that they fall to Ohio State. Very even now learning Ohio State. Exactly what was going to be. What we got to support it. The hopes, dreams, things average by when you got this high people. Is we are going to turn it around. They're going to find the right seed. That they're going to find the right matchup. That they're going to get there. It just does not feel very likely right here. Seventy uh, final score in this one. What, what, what even the final score? That that's where I am right now. I, I just I don't know. I don't care. I'm so frustrated to the way that this team plays and if they are. It's hard to get it. They are right. The final. If who twenty three, this itself is going to happen. We got highs. We got lows. And here we are losing to this Ohio State team. That was, was dead water, right? The Buckeyes were absolutely dead. They didn't care. They, they were done with the season. They, they were ready to check out it. And what do we do? We let them hang around. We let this. Has all these issues just absolutely hanging around? And here today, just wondering. Everyone's just absolutely hanging. So here we are to sit. Is this what we're going to have as Hawkeye fans? That Iowa is going to go out there, they're going to be fine. And that's it. They're, they're okay. They got some players. Hey, Connor was bad. With six years of Connor McCaffrey, and then this is what we get. The number of times that they had an opportunity to. Turn the corner, go to the rim, do something good, be strong with the basketball. And they just, they can't answer it. And I guess that's where we have to be, right? As we look at Iowa basketball and what, what they are, we have to be okay with this. Because nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to be different. We see this program and what they become. And this is something that continually, year after year, Week after week, I, I continue to go back for. You know, we go back to how bad it got. Starting with Steve Alford, a terrible person. Not just a terrible person, but an above-average basketball coach. But coming from the professional that Dr. Tom was, and he brought the program down to a level lower than what we anticipated. And that was frustrating. It, it really was. And then we go in the Licklider era. 
And, and anything coming out of the Licklider era was going to make us optimistic. And Fran's done that. But then we see an effort like this. Ohio State's dead in the water. This is just a program that was, that was just ready to be run off the floor. And we couldn't do it. You go back to the first half of this game. So Wisconsin last night, they get back into the game very simply by giving them pressure. How do we run away from them in the second half in the game in Carver-Hawkeye? Well, it's pressure. It was just continually pressure, time in and time out. It was up and down the floor. That's what we did. And what do we do? We're sitting back and just... Not we're sitting back. In the first half of the game, that's exactly what it was. We finished the first half, 2 of 10 shooting the ball from downtown. All right, we got this garbage basketball. And we're going to hear this, this excuse. And I hate excuses. I absolutely hate excuses. And that's what Iowa basketballs turn into. A bunch of excuses of why we didn't beat stinking Richmond in the first round. And how we lose year after year in the round of 32. And it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. I'm sick of the excuses. Just get it done. There's been good things. I get that. There's been so much good with this Iowa program. But when we get to this point at the end of the year, and all these excuses that build up, it's the basketball. It's one thing or another. It's the draw that we get. And the bracket hasn't opened up. And I'll be honest, I've made those excuses too. I've been right there. But there's no excuses for losing to this Ohio State team. This was a dead team. We couldn't get it done. And here we sit, and we're going to be in the NCAA tournament. We're going to get to Sunday, and we're going to hear a name called. And then we're going to be talking ourselves into, you know what? This path, you, just with the right break... Is a break really going to come? Probably not. And so we have to go through this same song and dance about, well, you know what? It could be worse. And it could be. It could be a lot worse. I absolutely get that. And I've been there plenty of times before. But when you see a performance like this, after what happened on Sunday against Nebraska, and to not come out and not bury this Ohio State team, that's dead in the water. And to not come up with a game plan. And to not come up with a scheme. And we're sitting there and we're settling for jumpers. Right away, Philip Rabracha, he was the best player on the floor. And what do we do? We completely go away from him for basically 25 minutes in the game. It just It's dumb basketball. And why we have to play so stupidly at times. It drives me nuts. It really does. I know this is not an elite level team. I know this is not a team that can win a national championship, but you know what? We're a lot better than a lot of programs out there, and yet we have these kind of performances. It's inexcusable. It really is. To go out and lose in this fashion to this team, there's no way that it should happen. Let's take a look at the numbers. In fact, let's take a quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to take a look at these numbers. And... I'll be honest, they're not going to be very fun. They're not going to be at a high level. It's nothing to be excited about, but that's where we are. We used to Ohio State, the number 13 seed in the Big Ten tournament. And last year was great. It absolutely was. It, it was a great run, and it was very exciting to what we were able to see out of this Iowa program. 
I got pumped about but uh, up about it. I was also in Vegas last year. Maybe that helped out a little bit. But as we sit here today, we're going to look at the numbers. We're going to go inside. We're going to see what we can find out when we come back. This is a very frustrated Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Well, as we hit the midway point of the NBA season, a little bit less than that, of course, we are here in March as well for college basketball. Right now, it is the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Hey, if you jumped on with me today, you would have been able to grab the Buckeyes on the money line, and you would have got a very good price as I did and made yourself a little bit of money and maybe at least calm down a little bit of your frustration. New customers right now, you can get a no-sweat first bet at FanDuel up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything. The money line, point scores, threes drained, or you can just bet against the Hawkeyes as they blow a game against Ohio State. And guess what? Well, we're going to be incredibly frustrated, but at least got a little bit of money in your FanDuel account. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with their same game parlays, a chance to hit it big with one of those. Don't miss your chance for your no-sweat first bet, up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. They're an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Try kind of back with you here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. As always, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every single day. An instant reaction podcast, Lockdown Now here as the frustration continues to build. All right, let's look at the numbers. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to bring it up here. Bill Veracha finishes with 17 points, 7 of 12 from the field. He has seven rebounds in the game. Did we get it to him enough in the second half? Absolutely we didn't because, God forbid, we actually go out there and do something to help our squad out. Instead, uh, we are left with this one. In the game, looking at the box score, we play, what, eight guys in the game. Uh, nobody finished with a positive in the plus-minus outside of... Aaron Eulis. Aaron Eulis with one point, two rebounds, no assists for your point guard. Think about that. Aaron Eulis, no assists in the game. And he was the only in his 17 minutes to finish with a positive plus minus. Minus 10 for Peyton Sanford. He was terrible. Uh, and you can go up and down this roster of who was bad. Chris Murray. Finishes 7 of 17 from the floor, 2 of 8 from downtown. He finishes with 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Passed a well in the first half. He had 4 assists in the first half of the game. Not a whole lot in the second half. 4 turnovers from Tony Perkins. TP, I, I think you all know if you've been listening to us here on Lockdown Hawkeyes for a while, if you hear me on my radio show on KXNO, I'm a big Tony Perkins fan. I I I'm a belief of his ability. This was not his game. And from the get-go, Tony Perkins, he hit that er 3 early on. But that really cured the ills of, of what was a terrible performance out of him. I, I told you earlier in the week, as Tony Perkins goes, as Iowa team goes, and, and you saw it here, Tony Perkins was bad. The handles were loose. He, he was absolutely turned the ball over at inopportune times. I, I get it. Well, let's continue on the box score. Perkins goes 6-12. From the floor, he finishes the game with 16 points. Chris Murray with the 17. 
Eulis with one point. Connor McCaffrey didn't score, had one assist. He was unplayable, yet he was out there playing 30 minutes in the game. Patrick McCaffrey hit some shots, one of four from downtown, four of eight from the floor. He finished with nine. Peyton Sanford didn't hit a three-pointer. If he's not hitting a three-pointer, Peyton Sanford, another guy. That's unplayable. He got a couple. He got a couple of bad whistles in the first half. Of course, only played four minutes in the first half because once again, Fran McCaffrey and this idiotic, it is a dumb, absolutely stupid thought process with the two foul rule. It drives me up the wall, and this is yet another reason. I would easily could have been up seven, eight, ten points in the first half, and this stupid rule. Two awful fouls on. Peyton Sanford, and what do you do? He's got to sit out for the rest of the half. It is just, it is so unthinkable. And yes, you do not win games in the first half, but he absolutely can lose them. And when you're only up, or it's a tight game at the half, it could have been completely different. But Fran continues to cling with this absolutely old school, idiotic school of thinking. Does it drive me nuts? Yeah, just a little bit. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. For your second listen, make sure to hit up our new podcast, Lockdown College Basketball. You can uh, hear the national guys talk about how bad this Iowa basketball team is and how they're going to get bounced in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And then we can have a whole offseason of complaining about things. Isaac Shaddy uh, doing great work over there. They do great work. They really do. I, I know I'm upset. I know I'm frustrated. It, it just, that's this team. And for the people that made their way over to Chicago, my, my apologies to you for having to watch this happen once again. Whew. Deep breaths, right? Deep breaths. Now, I was uh, watching the game with a couple of buddies, and it's not going to be for me what's going to be ultimately the kicker whenever this, this run around this world ends. It's not going to be frustrations. It's not going to be, you know, something that happens. It's going to be Iowa basketball. That That's what's going to put me in the grave. It's, my blood pressure, it goes to another level. Iowa football, I get frustrated. I do. I, I get ticked off at the Iowa football team. And if you've been listening for a while, you understand that. But Iowa basketball, it's just, it's a completely different level. At a game like this, Ohio State's bad. We're just a bad basketball team. And, and we're here we are dinking around with this stupid-ass team. And we lose to them. I, I know I'm probably not making a whole lot of sense here. I, I understand. There isn't a whole lot of depth and breadth to the conversation right now. I, I'm not digging into a whole lot of X's and O's. It's just, it's more of an emotional one. And my emotions, they go to another level with this Iowa basketball team. And they're going to be, they're going to hear their name called on Sunday. And maybe we're going to be okay. And maybe we'll get that draw. And like I said earlier, may, maybe that will make us a little bit excited. But it's just, it's so dang frustrating watching this team that should be, they should be better. They shouldn't have these kind of performances. And yet, that's where we are. 7 of 17 from Chris Murray. 2 of 8 from downtown. We're settling for jump shots. We're not getting to the rim. We're not getting the ball back to Rebracho. When we saw, we had an absolute, there's no Zed Key out there. Zed Key's out. And yet we don't continue to go inside and we settle. And it's just settle after settle after settle. Four of 17 from downtown. And yes, they're using this stupid new basketball. Well, guess what? Come to the NCAA tournament, guess what they're going to be using? The same stupid orange pumpkin that they use in the Big Ten tournament. And here we are. 
complaining about a basketball. And we can complain about officials. And there was a play at the end of the game where I was fouled, fouled three different times. And, and we can be upset about that. Let's not be upset about the officiating. Let's be upset about this Iowa team and how they can't answer the bell. When the going gets tough, they turtled. And that's what we're left with here. An Iowa team that just could not answer the bell once again. And it's the same old song and dance time in and time out with Iowa basketball under Fran McCaffrey. This is not in asking for Fran to be fired. That's not what we're going here. But it's just a reality of this is what Iowa basketball is going to be. And that's what we're going to be going forward. Well, let's take a look at what the resume is going to be. A bad loss to Ohio State. An Ohio State team that, remember, at one point, it lost 13 out of 14 games. The Hawkeyes fall short. What does this mean for the NCAA tournament? We'll talk about that as we continue here on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Trent Cotton back with you one final time on Locked On Hawkeyes. As always, thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every single day. Hey, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now on YouTube. Five-star ratings as well on the podcast side of things. Helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Trying to get that number up. To 2,000 by the time we get to NCAA tournament time. Well, we are less than a week away. We need you to hit the subscribe button. It's just going to take a moment. Just go there. Even if you're not a subscriber on YouTube, if you're not a YouTube watcher, just head over there. Search Lockdown Hawkeyes. Hit subscribe as uh, we always greatly appreciate you. As we put a cap on things, what does this mean? Well, this is going to be uh, likely a quad two loss for Iowa. Uh, The resume, it has some positives on it. I think we're destined for the 8-9 seed line. So what does that mean? Well, first of all, there is still the opportunity for Iowa to be an 8 or 9 seed, and that doesn't matter if you're an 8 or a 9. The only difference between the two is if you're wearing the home white jersey or if you're going to be wearing the traveling darks. That That's the only difference uh, with that. But the question becomes for Iowa, where are they going to be placed? So the hope is, obviously, that Iowa is going to be in Des Moines. Kansas will be a number one seed more than likely. And with that, a possibility that I will be on the 8-9 line and be able to play close to home. Well, do we do we really want to see this Iowa team have to play Kansas? I'm not sure I'm really, really ready to go there. You know, there's been some other speculation. Possibility Birmingham is another first and second round site. Possibility being shipped down to Birmingham. That means more than likely Houston or Alabama We'll be awaiting in the round of 32. You know, we're kind of getting into the same song and dance that we talked about, not just in the Fran McCaffrey area, when you get to the round of 32 and having to play a team a lot better than you. We remember the big losses to Gonzaga in the round of 32, losing to Villanova, and just getting absolutely run off the floor. And more than likely, the same thing's going to happen there. Yeah, they forced overtime against Tennessee a few years back. That one, remember, they were also down 18 in that game before they came roaring back in the game. You're going to be playing a team that's a lot better than you and the way this Iowa team is built. The likelihood of pulling off an upset and getting the Sweet 16 is going to be incredibly low. That's what we're looking at right now. Resume's fine. They're going to be in okay shape. Seton Hall lost in the first round of the Big East tournament. That dropped them from a quad one win down to a quad two win. That's not going to change a whole lot in the total complexion of this team. You know, it's going to be interesting to see also what this committee does with Iowa with the losses that they have. A combined four losses to Wisconsin and Nebraska, two teams that lost in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament. Those are all bad losses there. Quad two, quad three, uh, depending on home or way uh, for those losses. And that's not going to be certainly a pretty thing for them. So that's going to be a part of it. 
that's certainly going to be a piece. The loss, obviously, to Eastern Illinois. I thought it was going to be a death knell to the season. Credit to them for pulling themselves out, but there we are. Mired in a slump. So let's go optimistic to wrap things up. And we'll try. It's it's difficult to do after losing to this bad Ohio State team, and there's no two ways about it. This was a bad loss. This was absolutely hideous. The performance was unquestionably a bad, bad performance from them. Wouldn't it just be like Iowa sports in general? When your backs are against the wall, when everything's going against you, that they find a way to ultimately get it done. I'm not hoping for it. I don't believe it's going to happen. But if it does happen, I'll just be left shaking my head and say, of course, this is what Iowa athletics has to do with us. That'll do it for day here on Lockdown Hawkeyes. Thanks for joining us, as always, on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. I was excited to come to you tomorrow with a matchup against Michigan State in the Big Ten quarterfinals. Instead, we await our fate in the NCAA tournament and do not anticipate we're going to get anything good from the committee when it comes to Sunday. We'll be back with you, though, tomorrow with a whole lot more. We'll take a deeper look at the resume as a whole. We'll also talk a little Iowa football. Of course, Iowa football, as uh, they had uh, some interesting news after the settlement that was handed out by the University of Iowa. Now the athletic department is going to pick up the whole bill. So us state payers here in the state of Iowa, you taxpayers, well, we're going to be okay at least as it pertains to that. It would have broke down to about a dollar and 80 cents for each Iowa taxpayer. Well, that's not going to be the case anymore. Now the athletic department is going to have to foot the bill. As always, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. Always appreciate all of you out there. You are great for hanging out with us here. For your second listen, make sure to check out the Lockdown College Basketball Podcast. Our experts, Isaac Shade and Andy Patton, bringing you everything you need to know on and off the floor. Plus, you can hear from the big names, the experts, the coaches, and the players throughout the college basketball landscape. Locked on college basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Back with you tomorrow. We'll see if I can bring a little sunshine after all of these clouds here today. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Go Hawks.